Peel's gone. Peel's just fucked off. He, maybe he's like me and just really, really needs a piss. His name is Craven. He likes white ravens. And he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom. He plays for fun. But if you beat him, then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast. This episode's the first, but it could be the last. With an opposed to claim banter. It's banter behind the throne. Hello, and you join us for episode three of Banter Behind the Throne with me, Mr. Thomas Peel. With me, Craven. And me, Dave. Today we've got a rammed packed show coming up for you. I think I'm allowed to use that term. Uh, where we're going to be chatting about a few <laughs> things. Working backwards to forwards, we're going to be working about, at the end of the show, you can look forward to us talking <laughs> about our favourite cards, beginning with C. And then before that, yeah, we'll be talking about Blackwater, our review of how it went, how abysmal it was for one of us, and how well it went for the other two of us. And before that, we'll be talking about Nationals. But before all of that, Dave, I believe you've got something to say. I am. Uh, we're proud to announce that we are now the second longest continuous Thrones podcast. Whoa. Yeah, in the world. Two in... in the world, I think. Well, in English, certainly. Uh, 2C1C <laughs> have gone the way of Rhaegar Targaryen and uh, have metamorphosized into something else. And decided so, to set fire to their loyal followers. Yeah, and so this is us. We're second. We've also got consistent hosts as yes. well, which is nice. Uh, yep, none of us all... have missed an episode, which is just fantastic. Really. <laughs> uh, so be proud, guys. Be proud. And we've, and we've also got a champion on now, haven't we, Dave? Because you won the draft at Blackwater. Spoilers. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there we go. One champ and some other guys that he knows. Yeah. <laughs> when you said they've gone the way of Rhaegar Targaryen, I wondered what you were going to say. I was like, they stole somebody's wife and started a war. <laughs> Read into it how you will. They've just gone off yeah. to Gen Con, so anything could happen. <laughs> yeah, all, all sorts of things are going on. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, that was, that was good. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't guide this one into a rock, did I, boys? Right, no. Dave, I think we need, to, we need to discuss things a little bit. And Craven, I think you've got something you're excited about. And I know uh, I'm a little bit excited about it, too. And Everybody. Should Everybody in the world is excited about it, and and that lovely little thing is, drum roll, please, finally, people. Finally, got a date for nationals. Um, it's going to be on the twelfth of September in uh, Birmingham, a place called the Copthorn Hotel. Um, what? Don't know. It sounds all right, doesn't it? But who knows? It's in Birmingham, so it's always going to be a coin flip. Um, <laughs> but yeah, twelfth yeah, of September. There we go. It's um, the next day, for anyone else interested, because I know people play more than one game, uh, Star Wars Nationals are on a Sunday, so prime opportunity to get a weekend out of this. Um, haven't got a lot more details than that. Uh, a few people have asked, is a ticket to Worlds included in the prize? Um, is there limited space? We don't know at this stage, but I am going to do my very best to find out. And when we go to air next week, you should have everything you need to know. So, but that's it. Get hype, get excited, book annual leave, get a gate pass from the wife, do what you need to do. 12th of September. It's on. 
Fantastic. And apparently there's also, hopefully, side events for the other LCGs as well. Whether that means Melee or Second Edition if it's launched for Thrones, I don't know. I'm sorry. But there's, there should be something for everyone. So, bring all your friends. Have a curry. Tell, tell, they tell two friends, and they tell two friends. We've all seen Wayne's World. We know how this goes. And also, if we go for a curry, I reckon I can probably get us a couple of cheeky ones thrown in. Yeah, exactly. A couple of cheeky pints free with the curry, and that's a good way of uh, finishing off a nice evening. Yeah, or starting. starting a weekend. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> a weekend ruiner. Um, <laughs> on that, on the subject of that, actually, if you get a chance, go onto YouTube at some point and type in Ian Beale goes to Ibiza. <laughs> check, honestly, check it out. You'll thank me. It's that, really, really good. That sounds amazing. It does sound a little bit amazing. If Ian Beale's involved. I want to be involved. Well, generally, so. Ian Beale is involved with most things in life, I like to think. I mean, he is the guy who single-handedly helped build up EastEnders into the massive success it was and is today. Yeah, um, he, is. he is. He is, like, the longest serving... He's kind of like Beyond the Wall but for EastEnders. <laughs> he is exactly like that. He's yeah. also our go-to quiz answer when we're not sure, unlike yeah. Beyond the Wall. Yeah. Which is never an answer in a quiz. No, no. but Zanzibar is. Yeah. <laughs> I've often found carbon can be a, a useful answer as well. Carbon? Carbon, yeah. If it's, if it's science-based, obviously. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> not just... Not just oh, what's the capital of Ecuador? Carbon. Carbon. Well, carbon. high proportion, I imagine. Um, right. Well, we're talking bollocks now, aren't we? What's going on? We've gone off they... the rails a little bit here, boys. I've, uh, I've driven us clearly into the cliffs, and now I'm going to have to pull us a little bit back. Um, Blackwater. You're the captain of this ship, and it's turned into the longship Red Jester. <laughs> I'll, well, if he has our way this weekend, it'll be piss drinker. <laughs> it could have been worse. I could have turned sh- sh- this into a longship silence, in which case none of us would be talking. It'd be a waste of 45 minutes for everyone. So <laughs> that, I think we're going to move so on, good. and we're going to we're going to talk about a little bit of Blackwater. Not all of it. Uh, I mean, there's a few. I mean, what was to begin with? What was everyone's initial highlight of Blackwater? Like, what was the thing that made it kind of like an awesome tournament for you? The best bit about Blackwater for me, I think, yeah, was one of the few snapshots I have of Saturday night when I look to my left and I see you riding past on a bicycle, <laughs> and you had hired a Boris bike from somewhere apparently on the instruction of Rowan, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> Wow. Yes, Cra- Craven, you missed that, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I missed Saturday a lot night, I did manage to become a uh, a Boris biker. Yeah. Conversely, the, the low point of my weekend uh, was when I paid £16.40 for three single Baileys. <laughs> uh, when Baileys normally come to the double. Wow. <laughs> that was quite heartbreaking, really. That's what you get for packing your bags in London. Yeah. Oh, well, I have packed my bags tonight, for reference. Oh, well I, think you, uh, I think you should pack your bags in future before you go to London. I think that's probably what the, the moral of this story is, clearly. Um, yeah. Before anyone ever goes to London, they have to make sure they pack their bags. Because you can't afford bag. to pack your bags when you're in London. No. Right. Pack your bags with a gun as well. <laughs> it's grim, <laughs> isn't it? Um, my highlight like, was very quite serene now compared to that because I went home, obviously, on the Saturday night and missed all this. My high point was having full tables to yourself. Because oh, normally at Dark Sphere, we're quite cramped in, aren't we? And this time you had a whole table to just spread all your things and yep. elbow room, put down a drink, put down some noodles. 
It was loads. It was good. So, yeah, good space. Yeah. Boring, though, isn't it? Um, yeah, so, here we're going in. How did it go for you? Well, my weekend. Uh, well, let's think. I arrived, obviously, on the Saturday. I was a fresh-eyed chap coming into the big city. I'd just arrived from a village, a small place, not more than 200 residents. And I turned up in London, where I was new to the tube system. Subsequently managed to navigate myself to a little shop in Lambert North. Now, once I was there, I sat myself down. I got my registration. I played my first game. I was playing Hyperclaim. Always a good fun, you know, trying to make the objective of killing over four people. You know, I aimed for over four. That was my initial goal as I sat down. Um, and I went, you know, toe to toe. I lost my first game oh. quite badly. Um, it was the first game I came up against. Almost as if Stark had come back to haunt me. Uh, I came up against Stark and a horrible, horrible, horrible game, um, which resulted in me getting battered by a Stark Maestery Conclave weird deck, which I don't ever want to see again, um, truthfully. I oh, think aren't I you the like, hard counter to Stark? The, I was the hard counter to Stark, but apparently Stark had been listening to me. And, um, against Peel. Yeah, Stark had decided to come out with a vengeance today, and uh, they took me down quite quickly. Uh, so that didn't work well for me. Not able to get off any of my hyperclaims at all, and just had to sit there while all my men couldn't do anything about them because uh, I just couldn't kill any of their people, no matter how hard I tried. They just keep well, managing to do magic things and saving them. But this is what happens. To be fair, though, in my defence, the whole, uh, the whole, lot, every card he had was in French, and I had not a bloody clue about what maces are at the best of times. So seeing as I came up against a Stark Mesa deck in French, French my first time, yeah, French, French maces are the worst. I didn't know what any of the chains did, Craven. They were oh, adding no. them, and I was like, can I read that? Yes. Ah. <laughs> didn't help. Yeah, you can try. <laughs> oh, well. So it, it, it was kind of downhill from there, to be honest, lads. Um, won my second game. Uh, he tried to take me down to time. I said no. Oh, and I, uh, I took him away. And then from there on, I pretty much lost everything that came at me. Uh Slowly tiptoeing down the success ladders. I tried to submarine, but failed miserably. I, I remember seeing you actually win a game. Jim. You did see me. Uh... I saw you win two, actually. You're, you're doing yourself um, down here. Um, I do, I, yeah, two out of six, Craven. I saw you. No, you won. Oh, yeah, I must have said. I was there for both your wins. You were, yeah. You were there for both my wins. One of which but... I won on an aftermath turn. Well, um, yeah, I was going to get to that. I was going to beat you up. <laughs> um, I, I saw you pull off the um, most brutal egret top deck I've ever seen in my life. I saw uh, you yes. pull it, and I saw you look at the guy's board. When you look back at your hand, and I thought, come on, man. He, he must have seen that Jamie Lannister on the other side of the board. And when you started reaching for something other than egret, I was like, oh, my God, Peel, don't not play it. And then you played it. And I think this was going to time, wasn't it? It was in the, like, the, the last turn. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, you stole it was, Jamie. Took like four power. Yeah, five power. Off. I think off Jamie. No, four power off Jamie, uh, putting me up to fourteen. And then I used him. I used all of my characters then, including Jamie, to push yeah. forward a challenge to get a renown. Oh god, it was it was beautiful. But then, of course, I saw you make what could have been a tiny blunder, didn't you? Well, it wasn't a tiny. It 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 was a blunder, in fairness. But in other ways, it was a massive success. I was uh, standing there watching Peel basically spew his whole hand onto the onto the board. 
He was dropping everything. Said, Atlanta, um, not Atlantis, um, Ariane, the whole lot. And then I was looking at it and thinking, what is he doing? Like, what's, the, what's the tech that I'm missing here? Because Peeler had revealed the aftermath. And he must have marshaled about, what, eight people that time? Uh, I think I marshaled four people and three locations. And I'm like, what is going on? But then you won that turn. So, yeah. It's quite impressive. Well, he got rid of all of his power icons. So, for me, it was kind of a... Open door. Yeah, really. Just to get through that last challenge and get me the win. So, it was either, to be fair, it was either play the Aftermath or I think play Valor or something. Yeah. So, I didn't really have a huge choice at that point. It was kind of a... Yeah. However, flooding the board may have been my own mistake. But it was funny to watch. It was, <laughs> it was a bit. Uh, you, you didn't see me in the melee, though, lol. No, I didn't. I didn't see biggest, anyone in the melee. Biggest cock-up of all time in the melee. You were using Dave's joust deck, weren't you? I was, yes. And uh, I managed to use it beautifully um, at one point, where I had uh, Westeros Bleeds in my hand. Oh, God. And you can only play that at a certain time, can't you, Graven? Yes. It's dominance, isn't it? I believe I don't usually do this sort of um, trickery, horrible bollocks like that, but I'm, I'm led to believe it's dominance only. Yep. Yeah, it is. And I tried to play it during the challenges phase with a massive grin on my face because oh, I didn't God. properly look at it. So I was like, aha, Neil all his influence, Westeros bleeds. Uh, yeah, that's, challenge, that's uh, dominance phase only. Ah, bollocks. <laughs> oh, no. Next challenge comes through, intrigue straight away off me. But hey-ho, I did two and six, uh, two out of four. Uh, two out of six, sorry, on the main day. Didn't quite make the top cut, but did get to go to the pub a bit earlier. So, you know. It was a winner. Yeah, um, everyone I, won, really. I, um, yeah, it did. It went okay for me, actually. Um, for, I was expecting, really, like, a lot of people to be taking it, and, and I expected a lot of Maester's builds to be there, but I only saw three, I think, the whole day. Mm. Um, mine, the Stark one that you mentioned, and then uh, Reese playing Martel Maester. So, um, yeah, it, it was it was all right. Um, first game I played against Ryan uh, Wood, and he had Barra Dark Wings, Dark Woods. And I tend to not mind playing Dark Wings decks because a lot of the, not a lot of the time, but there's a risk that their deck is going to screw them up more than I'm going to screw them up. <laughs> um, and I, I honestly think in this example, that's exactly what happened. Ryan really struggled to get anything going, and I just I just think his hand was was trash going into it and he he really couldn't get the draw off to get it going so um, I don't think it's really representative of how well he plays or, or how the deck actually is built but it's just one of those things I think that it just fell my way so that was dark, okay well I was going to say Dark Wings has always been one of those kind of decks where it either hits and it demolishes you or it just yeah, it just collapses under its own weight almost because there's a good chance you're going to put a handful of events like on setup and then that what you're gonna do like hmm. nothing really um when i played uh martel white book which uh white book is quite close to my heart i do like that agenda it does make me laugh and this was brilliant um i think around about turn two i was in a position where i realized that if i won challenges against him he was going to get in power from taste of blood and if he beat me on defense he was going to get in power from the agenda um so I was in a bit of a quandary, so I just did what any grey draw player would do and just killed everybody. <laughs> um, and then just sort of picked up the pieces from there. So that was okay. Um, what else went on? 
Oh, then I played Matt Cannon's anti-banter Night's Watch deck, um, which was horrible. It took forever, and it left me with only 10 minutes to eat lunch. So, basically, that deck ruined me well into lunchtime. <laughs> um, which I'm not happy about at all. Um, it, it's a fantastic build, and I honestly... I. I haven't seen a Night's Watch deck for, for literally for years, apart from, I think, those Barra Stewards decks that we're knocking about in melee competition. And, uh, yeah, it, it's really clever. It's really well done. But the killer on there, the absolute killer, was the Neutral Iron Throne. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what the Neutral Iron Throne does, it basically, when it's up and ready, it stops people triggering responses. Now, as a Greyjoy player, practically everything I do has got response written in front of it. So, um, yeah, it just shut me down completely and utterly. Uh, then I played a Targ Hollow Hill deck. Um, I've had a lot of practice against Targ Hollow Hill, and I don't fear it as much as I probably should do as playing Greyjoy. And it worked out fine. Uh, I think the slow start really hurt him. Uh, I got some salt and irons off, um, started wrecking the board a little bit, and that was fine. Uh, no, not finally. Second to last, I played Greyjoy Black Sails and finally won a game on the stream. Yes. <laughs> nice. Finally broke my duck. Um, it was a good game as well, actually. I really enjoyed uh, playing it. And then finally, I played uh, Luca. And as we all know, Luca was undefeated all day. Um, I got pretty badly beaten against that. Um, burnt down to the ground. Made the cut in seventh place. Ended up playing... Uh, Jakob Holtman, Hotman, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing his surname. I think it's Holtman, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, and uh, Barra Darkwing's Dark Words, which didn't have crap draw. Um, I, I was keeping myself in it. He made a power challenge. He over overcommitted on a power challenge because he had uh, Bright White Man Arms and I think a Laughing Storm. And I thought, well, he's overcommitting because I can block this with an Enraged Crewman. And potentially win it if he only sends in a bright water and I've got saves to keep the guy alive from the deadly but he had one card in his hand and I thought what are the chances that that's seductive promise one card in 75 hmm I think <laughs> I can get away with this spoiler alert I couldn't get away with it there goes my conclave <laughs> terrible terrible news all around so um I walked over at yeah. that point and I wondered how he had a conclave I was like is he running maces yeah. in a in Dark Wings? Maybe he is. No, no. It was my <laughs> conclave. Now, speaking of a conclave, I marshaled those guys twice all day, right? Yeah. I only run, I'm only running one copy. Um, the first game I marshaled them in, they didn't survive to the end of the next turn. They got valid away the next turn. And then the turn after I marshaled them against Jakob got stolen from Seductive Promise. So, conclave, shit. <laughs> uh, I was going to say I must admit the only time I saw a conclave all day pretty much was um, once in a game which had no relevance because I killed him for Valor but um, and the next turn but the, the, when I saw him in a melee all of a sudden he seemed to go from being this guy just sat in the corner not really getting involved to all of a sudden everyone just started attacking him it's almost as if the conclave now have made the second they come out you're seen as such an enemy and a threat that they'll immediately go well, they'll go kamikaze on you effectively yeah. to stop you. It's uh, a big from... red button, isn't it? It's a big it is. it's... alarm saying yeah. Beards is coming. Yeah. You've you've just stuck a sticker on your head saying kick me, basically, because yeah. that's what I seem to think happened. Yeah, being non unique, 
being neutral, um, there's a lot out there actually that can mess them up without even really having to prepare for them. Um, nah. We start throwing in things like Igret, House Divided, and that sort of stuff into the mix. Um, perhaps they were fine to come off after all, you know, and perhaps they're not the all-conquering power we, we perhaps thought they were. So that was my Blackwater. I had a really good time. Um, it was a great atmosphere. Less people than last year, obviously, but... Um, but everyone had fun. I don't think the atmosphere suffered for it at all. Um, Wama did a great job. Tagore did a good job. Um, and yeah, I had a really good time. So looking forward to next year already. Fantastic. Um, well, I had a fantastic weekend as well. I arrived uh, Friday afternoon. I rocked up at work on Friday morning and said to my boss, I kind of need to go at lunchtime because I want to go and play Thrones. And she was just like, fair enough. So I took the afternoon off. Oh, got the train down. Oh, oh. <laughs> got the train down to London. Uh, met Reese. Got promptly rained on, which was incredibly sad. Uh, mm-hmm. Went to the hotel, dried off. Got rained on again on the way back to uh, Brick Lane. Paid five pounds fifty a pint for a couple of pints. Paid sixteen forty for the th- for three Baileys, which you can imagine I'm pretty bitter about. Uh, got incredibly rat assed. Had a curry. Uh, Marco told me that I was the biggest drinker in the UK for Thrones, which I was quite proud of. Uh, that's terrifying Whoa. because he knows Waffle. Uh, yeah, and? So, I think it's because I don't get as absolutely done as Waffle. Uh, or at least right. I don't act as done as Waffle. I think that was it. I can kind of temper myself a bit. Which must be well, I mean... But that's a I high accolade. You. I didn't see you in the top 16 of Amelia uh, Starlet. No, you're right. <laughs> I, you didn't. But that's important to note that uh, Jakob knocked both you and Waffle out. So, that's just awful. He's England Bane. He is. He is. Um, Guy, though. He was very polite about it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help but love him, really, I'm sure. Yeah. Top beard as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, after our curry, we went off. And uh, I'll give you a recommendation. If you're ever out drinking with Wedge, put Sabotage by the Beastie, ba- Beastie Boys on. Because Dancing Wedge is my favourite of all the wedges. Oh, OK. I her- thoroughly recommend it. Uh, I I woke up the next morning uh, with a little bit of a hangover but not as bad as it could have been and preloaded some paracetamol straight away went off to uh, play the joust I was playing uh, Knights of the Hollow Hill uh, Targaryen of course uh, Red Keep again Uh, the only real change I'd made since Norwich was to change out Sejora Mormont to the Shadows one which has basically no impact but, but does allow you to play it without potentially nuking your own board uh, and I added an extra Rainus's Hill, and I changed Aftermath for Regroup. And Regroup oh. is 2-2-2, two, 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 when revealed, put the top card of your discard pile onto the top of your deck. And that card was amazing. Uh, yeah, I bet it was, actually, because that turns into a 4, doesn't it? Yep. For income. 4-4-2, four, four, essentially. That's not bad at all. No. The main problem with it is that you can't use Ambush from the Plains to good effect, because you can only use it on 3-cost characters or lower when that's revealed. But getting back your Rainus's Hill or Favourable Ground or Bleeds or something that's gone for Intrigue Claim accidentally or, or Question Claim, uh, it's just fantastic. So that was yes. well worth adding. Um, Good shout, Dave. Yeah. I like it. I'll, uh, I'll be putting my deck list up when the episode airs so people can have a look. Uh, a bit late for Gen Con now, of course, because people will be there. Uh, but if anyone wants to try it, any, uh, any forthcoming events... Just on that subject, I'd like to just point out my deck list is up as well. Uh, it hasn't got a lot of attention because there's some sort of jank decks above it, but I am a bit salty about this. So, uh, 
please, please go and say nice things about it because otherwise, I, I don't know why I bother, really. <laughs> You're all so ungrateful. <laughs> I appreciated it. Yeah, well, anyway, sorry, carry on. Okay, so uh, first round I played against Ian Pollard, who was playing Tunnels, which is not a great matchup for Burn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Um, your uh, your mic broke up there. You said Ian was playing tunnels. He was. That's right. Not not to- not Dothraki. No, not Dothraki. Although the strength oh. was just as high. Okay. Just as difficult. And, um, yeah, I saw two influence providers, and between those two influence providers, he blew them up three times, uh, which was a bit heartbreaking, really. Oh, I'm getting real sick of being shit, I tell you. <laughs> I, I had to bring back a, uh, a fiefdoms with regroup. I was that influenced style. <laughs> it was horrible. Uh, so, yeah, he, he beat me quite soundly. And I moved on to play uh, Kevin Richardson, who uh, has been listening to our cast. And I mentioned the other day, because I wasn't really sure who he was, but he commented. commented. But uh, now he's, I found out he's lovely. Uh, yeah, and he, nice bloke. He was also playing Targ Hollow Hill with the Red Keep, so he's a bastard. <laughs> um, a slightly more aggro-y version with the plays more characters early, which is just a bit a bit weird, uh, and has shadows nice. cards and things like that, which is just dirty. Um, so yeah, that was going okay, and uh, got to a pl- plot seven, and I was behind when time was called. Uh, but if I had valid next turn, he would have been left with just Carl Drogo in hand, and so could have gone either way. Um, but I was sad to lose that, so I was on. <laughs> zero and two with a mod loss going into round three. Uh, so I abused Reese playing the Maester's Path uh, in <laughs> round three quite quite brutally. Uh, I decreed him for about eight cards turn two. Uh, oh. He played out Ariane, uh, but he had to use Flea Bottom to get in, get her in. Uh, so I, unfortunately, I built the deck so I knew exactly how many nobles there were. And I knew that there was one noble and it was Ariane. So I played the Mad King, left him standing and murdered her <laughs> dominance before she even stood up. Uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, he didn't manage to outwit the Valor. And that was pretty much game from there. Um, so I moved on to play uh, Becky, Wama's girlfriend, who was playing Barra Conquest Lannister with Mel's Favour. Uh, and that was a bit scary to begin with, but I managed to see all of my Shadows cards except the Red Keep, which allowed me to keep the Knight of Flowers under control. Yeah. I cycled Question Claim a couple of times with Regroup. Keep her under control. Nice. Uh, and then Favourable Grounded all her prize locations away. And uh, you've, got, you've got to keep Becky under control. He, I do. You're right. <laughs> um, yeah, Favourable Grounded all her prize locations and uh, cleaned up from there. Uh, cool. Played Kirsty Lannister, no agenda with the Castellan. Her name's Kirsty Lannister. Kirsty Lannister. Playing Lannister, Lannister. Uh, no agenda, Castellan, uh, and similarly, yeah, she almost won. She got very, very close, um, but I managed to top deck her favourable ground on my threat turn, uh, and because she only had weenies in hand, she didn't play anything, so I could keep it free from entry claim. Uh, wiped her board and her, uh, well, wiped her entire board, locations and characters, and from there it wasn't too bad to uh, claw my way back into it. Uh, so then I was on the winning in. I was 3-2 with a mod loss. If I knew if I lost the next game, I would not make the cut. And if I won it, I would definitely make the cut. And I played against Costas, playing as Lanny, City of Shadows with Preston. Uh, that sounds fun. Yeah, and he had beaten me quite soundly twice in the Stockton Regional. He had beat me in my only loss in the Swiss and then my loss in the top four. So I was pretty terrified. Um, 
but he drew from the Manda quite early, and he shouldn't have done because that allowed me to rule by decree about seven cards from his hand. Oh, boom. Uh, even giving him draw from my own Maraxis, like, yeah, I'll do that, no problem. You're still one card ahead. Uh, knock him down. Um, he didn't have enough characters to play, or he'll just lose them all to claim. So, you know, I just kept him down. Uh, right after I had hit his hand, I top-decked um, Freezing Rain to stop him getting any draw. Because uh, he only had the Manda out. And yeah, okay. I managed to keep him down. So I made the cut at 6th, I think. Uh, which is pretty nice. 4-2 with the mod loss. Uh, I played Vince Tool. And I did the nasty... Uh, he was playing Greyjoy Aloof. I'm not sure what his restricted card was. Uh, oh, Fear of Winter, I think. Um, but I pre-plotted much and more and made him a sad panda. Uh, oh. He got a three-claim intrigue challenge off turn one against me uh, because of the winter uh, retaliation plus the Winter King's Road uh, and picked favourable ground out, which was I thought was pretty grim, but uh, he just couldn't play the, the characters because it was winter uh, to actually yeah. keep me down and I just managed to uh, beat him surprisingly easy because Vince is a fantastic player. Um, yeah. And then I played his old meta mate, the only other member of the Toulouse meta from France, Joseph, <laughs> uh, who was playing Greyjoy Black Sails. Yeah, who I played on the stream. Yeah, and uh, that's really bad because if he gets into the whole turn one, he fetches to be a Kraken. And yeah. uh, then I lose, basically, because the <laughs> combination of to be a Kraken, Alanis, and Baylor Black Tide means sad time for my deck. And uh, he did get into the whole turn one. I couldn't quite keep him out. Uh, and yeah, he abused me quite soundly. Damn. Uh, you need to go and get yourself your, your own Bale or Black Tide, mate. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I promptly killed him uh, by accident. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Not even yeah. the Mad King could help me because, of course, Baylor's a noble. So he is, yes. I didn't play him. Uh, so yeah, that was me. Knocked out in the top eight. I got myself a nice mat. Uh, I went and drank heavily. Um, the barman from the first bar took us to more bars. We end up in a yeah. kebab shop with the Polish bar barmaid. First pub. That sounds yeah. um, slightly uh, dodgy in a way, but also cool. It was. It was cool. Um, I spent lots of money, and I haven't looked at my bank statements yet. But I'm, I yeah. wouldn't. Don't, never look. No. It's easier just to keep <laughs> well, spending. Well, on that point, I'm just going to re-push that Ian Beal video. Yeah? Watch it, because it, it, will, <laughs> it will definitely resonate with you. With okay. that story. Sure. Um, now, I know we want to talk about Millian side events, but in the interest of keeping up tradition, if you like, I've got some breaking news, which has literally just come out. Right. Breaking news. Breaking news. I'm it's not, not an FAQ. News. Shame. It's not an FAQ, but this is real-time reactions, okay? Right. We're going to jump forward a bit. This is second edition stuff now. Oh, okay? okay. But just been announced, the road to Winterfell, the second chapter pack in the Westeros cycle. Oh. That's exciting. It is exciting. So we've got a typical... Uh, Shall FFG... I look at it, or are you just going to read it to me? No, I'll read it out. Read, read it, it to me. Oh. All right, okay. I've got don't it open, but I won't read it. I'll just look at the picture. Don't you, don't you look. <laughs> I'm going to keep it all as a surprise. So it's a typical FFG article. We've got a nice little five bunch of cards. All You know, you can't read all of them, but you can see them. And then two this time are sort of spoiled. And lo and behold, rejoice amongst the realm. This is the pack where we get the reader back. Already? Yes. Fantastic. So, now, this is very interesting, okay? All you can see so far is his cost, his icons, and his strength, right? So, he's gone up to five gold, Mm. and a strength boost of four. Okay. 
So it's interesting in a way to try and sort of gauge the what like the, the cost curve in comparison to first at least. You know, if you look at freeze, it's equivalent to fives perhaps. Don't know. Um, still got the house hall or trait, so the fans of the hall laws, <laughs> as we as we all are. Um, yep. I can't make out his entire text box, but it does look like he's exactly the same as first edition. Nice, fantastic. So that's no naval cool. icon, uh, I assume. No naval icon, no. Okay. And no oh. uh, uh, definitely no lone crest. No. Um, right. So anyway, next to him we've got a shadow black lane. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't look like a reducer. I can't. I can only make out literally four words, but it doesn't look like it's a reducer. Okay. Um, then we've got Winterfell Castle stronghold, Winterfell. During military or power challenge in which you control two or more unique participating... That's got to be a Stark icon. Yep. Stark characters. Each of those characters gets plus two strength. Okay. So that's not bad. Kind of like a double bubble unique frozen outpost. Yeah. Yeah, but Winterfell Castle just gave all Stark characters plus one strength before. And that was terrible. But this one looks all right, but it's got to be unique. But I don't think that's going to be a problem in the core set. No. I, I, no, I think this is worse. But you get more strength, um, but it's not permanent. It doesn't save against burn. It doesn't work in intrigue channels, uh, challenges, and it doesn't. Um, and it it, it doesn't. Uh, it only works on uniques, even if it is plus two strength. Plus two strength is less than plus one strength. Plus two strength in second edition is less than plus one strength was in uh, first edition. So I'm you know, gonna go ahead and say that card is bollocks and prove me wrong. You've convinced me. You've convinced me. It sounds shit. <laughs> <laughs> so then we've got a, a Night's Watch location called Brandon's Gift. The North Ooh. reaction after you marshal a B U something. So it's got the builder. Reduce the cost of the next uh, Night's Watch card and marshal this phase by something. Limit three times per phase. All right. Fair enough. Don't really know how the builders and rangers are going to work out, so whatever. We'll see. Hope, I don't know. Did they say they were? I assume they're broadly around the icons that they were in first edition. So the rangers are military based and so on and so forth. You'd have thought so. Uh, yeah. I can't remember if they said that or whether I made that up. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. And then the final card on the little bunch, mm. which is spoiled fully, it's a two cost, military power, free strength, royal entourage, Sparathian card. It's an ally. It's a forced reaction. After you lose an intrigue challenge, Neil Royal Entourage. Now that has got a lot worse. Yeah, it really has. Royal Entourage used to be amazing. I mean, this is still super efficient. Two for three Bicon is very playable in first edition. Absolutely. And the ally trait may mean next to fuck all for a long time. So nothing to worry about there. So then we've got two big cards. Well, I say big cards. Like, full spoilers. Uh, one is a Lannister character. Three gold. Single intrigue icon. Two strength. And it's called a Brothel Madam. Okay. Brothel Madam. It's got a very sultry looking woman. <laughs> an old come hither. Um, she's got a, you know, rather tight dress on. Good to hear. girls it. out. Anyway, <laughs> com- companion trait. Uh, reaction. After the challenge phase begins, choose a player. That player may give you one gold from his or her gold pool. Till the end of the phase, if that player has not given you gold this phase, they cannot initiate military challenges against you. So reading between the lines there, basically, if you send your soldiers to the brothel, they're up for a bit of fighting. <laughs> That's what it's trying to say, isn't I it? I like it. So, is that Nedley? Is it just bollocks or the dog's bollocks? I reckon, 
I reckon that's Nedley as you like. I like it. You got I to keep would, happy. I'd, I'd love to see that in a, a kind of a, almost a, an aggro deck, effectively. So you just bring Ooh. it out, make sure they can't attack you, let them go first, and just smash them afterwards. Like, ah, you didn't go to the brothel. Suck it. That would have been a yep. prime contender for a Shadows card. Would have been. Yeah. yeah it's unique as well. Um, oh. And I have to see the illustration. Uh, it's Tiziano who's doing it. Oh, that's good, because then we can get them signed at Starlock. Yes. Yeah. And, um, and I'd like to say as well that the, the art on this, I mean, go and look at it after we're done, but the, the art on this is absolutely superb. Okay. Um, it re- it's the best. It's, I, I, actually, I'm going to say it right now. This is the best card I've seen from second edition. It looks incredible. Okay. And not just because of what she's wearing. It re- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Tiziano did uh, Ariane, the new Ariane. Yes. And that's fantastic oh, yeah. as well. So. There's a lot of uh, similarities, shall we say. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's very exciting. good at doing those bits. Um, and the final bit is a plot. A bit of Lannister love. Uh, another Lannister. Okay, so we're getting... Because uh, I haven't seen any house-only plots in... No, it is a house-only plot, and it's also limited one per deck. Okay. Okay. Called Wardens of the West, which, for those clever amongst us, probably suggests there's other Wardens coming. Yes. Uh, five gold, four initiative, one claim, a reserve of six. It is a scheme. It has a reaction. After you win an entry challenge, pay two gold to have the losing opponent choose and discard two cards from his or her hand. I Ooh. like it. Ooh. There's no, li- no limit on that. Oh, works on defence. Yep. Fantastic. If you get multiple entry challenges off, it's only the amount of gold you've got that's going to stop And of course, you. does Tyrion give you plus two gold when you win an entry challenge? Tyrion? Tyrion is actually mentioned in the article. So have a little look. Okay. After you win an entry challenge... No, hang uh, Oh my goodness. No, even better. Uh, stealth, reaction, after an entry challenge is initiated, gain two gold. Oh. Twice per round. So it doesn't oh. even have to win, it just has to be initiated. But for Tyrion. It just has to start. Oh. Oof. That's good. That's good synergy. Good me. And obviously, with Casterly Rock, you may initiate additional challenges, um, entry challenges during the uh, challenge phase. So, here we go. Synergy served up on a plate for you there. Love it. Mm. Uh, cool. I'm a big fan of uh, house plots coming in. Yeah. Uh, nice and early. And limit one plot, plot deck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. Any more than that, you'd just be left with no cards in hand the whole fucking game. <laughs> yeah. The, reader. be... the reader's back. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see if there's going to be like a Wardens of the Sea or something coming out, like House Greyjoy only. Well, what is... What? Uh, I don't know, that's what... Like I'm... Kings of the Isles or something it would be. Yeah, Lord, something like Yeah, Lords of Pike or yeah. something like that. Mm. There's only four, the Fleet. There'll only be four houses that could really get a Warden plot, which would be a shame to kind of, you know, not give everyone something like unique to them. Yeah, well, I mean, um, Martel could have like Princes of Dawn or something. Well, I don't know. They'd have, Watch, a, they'd have like watchers on the wall. Yeah. And then the rest of them have their wall. Oh, and Targ would have whatever they want to do. Desert lizards, or I don't know. Desert, desert lizards. <laughs> desert, lizards. <laughs> desert lizards. Yes. The desert lizards of Star. I can't wait to re- Drogon. He's got the uh, desert lizard trick. <laughs> <laughs> when Drogon is participating in the challenge, all your desert lizards. <laughs> I'm dragon. Okay. I'm a dragon. Who is the Warden of the South? It's Mace Tyrell, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yes, surely. And that is a real Tyrell's slap. Tyrell's the furthest south. It's a slap in the tits of Dorian, isn't it? It really I mean, is. He's like, what are you playing at, lads? Yeah, and then who would get um, Warden of the East? 
Oh, that would be Tully's. No, Warden of the East is Robert Aaron. And Robert Aaron, yeah, yeah that walk of, uh, of sword fighting prowess. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to the new expansion. Yeah. I'll, this is going to be... Hopefully, it all comes out soon, and it all starts to be nice, and we can start playing around with the decks, because... Uh, at this point, it's just been the core set, and then, you know it's all going to have to be allied. But I want to build my own house. I want yeah, I want. All... I don't like this banner faction nonsense. I no, want... I don't want to be aligned with someone. I want to just be all out. This people. That's why. I mean, sorry, it's a dirty word, really, but that's why I didn't like Warhammer 4000 Conquest at the start because it was just crap, man. Like you had to just mix these factions together and just, oh god, just give me more cards. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to have all of one house. Yeah. yeah um, Hopefully they'll oh. get the first expansion out pretty pronto then. Pretty pronto, yeah. but uh, hey ho, I think it's about that time of the week though, boys. I must admit, it's uh it's time for our favourite cards, beginning so, with a certain letter. Have, have we finished Blackwater? I would, I don't know. Okay, we, we oh, were, we were moving draft. on to news of second edition. I won the draft. That was the Dave won part the draft. Sunday. He's very proud of that. I yeah. lost on the melee badly. Yeah, that, that was um, basically it for Sunday. And I, uh, I sat in my garden uh, and I cooked some pork belly and um, just chilled at home with a wife, which was, cool. which was fun. Of course. I must admit, I think, I think next time there's a Battle of Blackwater on the Sunday. So it's no offence to the thing. I really enjoyed playing, but I think I would like to ride, rent a Boris bike, go for a little cycle around the centre of London. I don't think uh, you've been able to cycle after the night we had on Saturday. Well, I think I would have been able to get somewhere, Dave. Um, where You're that permanently place was, banned, I wouldn't know. Boris bikes now you know that yeah no i'm fine you've got to take them back people you can't keep it i did take it back i think i must have taken sure it back <laughs> i can't remember well, long uh your <laughs> two more uh two more things quickly from blackwater uh mm. firstly thank you to the poles uh, and for everyone for coming but the poles especially because they brought us some vodka from poland Yes. Uh, specifically to give to the UK, which was very broad, but I've been giving it for safekeeping. So yeah, that will make an appearance at nationals. So if you come it's not going to stay safe for long, is it? I never saw that. No, they, it arrived on Saturday, Sunday morning. I was like, well, it's a bit late now, mm. but thank you. Um, and the other thing is, our first episode we covered is drinking a good idea before the tournament. Now, I was blind drunk both nights, <laughs> and I came top eight and first. So I'm going to say yes. <laughs> okay. How what? much did you drink on Friday, Phil? None. And how did you do? I did crap. All right. And how did you do, lol? And how much did you drink? Well, I intended not to drink, as we know. Um, but I ended up having a friend round. And um, <laughs> he, me, he, and the uh, my, my good wife decided to play a couple of board games. And um, we were playing Merchants and Marauders, which, for those of you who don't know, is, is pirate-themed. So, naturally, to play better, <laughs> I drank a lot of Kraken. Um, I was very, I was so disappointed in myself as well when I went to bed at about midnight because I was blind drunk, and um, I tried to explain all this to Mrs. But she, she wasn't really listening. Um, so I drank a lot and I did all right. So as it turns out, drinking's all right. Yeah, you were wrong. I was right. It was fine. Yeah. Well, if you look at how we did, actually, the two people who got drunk the night before did better than the person who stayed sober. So for that, I think that's fair to say, boys. That's science. That is science. So yeah. Drinking is fine. Next yep. week, let's try smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Big fat cigars. Yeah. Right then. Uh, oh yeah, I'd like to say a quick thank you as well, actually, just um, very briefly. And this isn't going to reflect at all on being invited onto the show next week. 
Um, but thanks to Wedge for my Spanish version of Alanis Greyjoy, which was very kind of him to give me my favourite card beginning with A, but in Spanish. <laughs> and you'll be pleased, though, it starts with the same letter. <laughs> it's not called Le Alanis. Or, no, it's French. Oh, what's L. L Alanis. <laughs> yeah. I can speak Spanish as well. I shouldn't have got that wrong. Um, so, yeah, there we go. So, thanks, Wedge. Um, very kind. If anyone else wants to give me my favourite cards in all sorts of languages, I'm more than happy to accept gifts. Yes, we do react well to bribes. We love yeah, gifts. It's, just remember, though, it's not a bribe. We love presents. Presents, yeah. <laughs> it's, presents. It, it's, it's such a pleasure to receive a card from probably the best player in the UK. It's true. It's true. Not, um, not influenced by the gift at all. That I b- oh. beat in the draft. That's important to note. That I beat the best player. In the oh, game you beat Wedge in the draft. Well, I also lost to him, but I beat him in the final when it counts. <laughs> yes, so you did. That was true. You did win the, the final game yeah. uh, with your claiming 20 power in order to win. Yeah, well, I was killing <laughs> my own prized characters to give him power to steal. It's quite satisfying. <laughs> Like playing with my food, bless him. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to kill this guy, give you some power, then I'm going to steal that back. Yes. Um, I think it's probably time we do uh, a little quick cards beginning with C. Sounds legit. Yeah. You know, the yeah, cards yeah. beginning with it's a regular thing now. We gotta we gotta put it in. Gotta make sure it stays fair, every this week. A, this feature actually started before the podcast idea did. To be fair, no, it if did. It wasn't this, it, we wouldn't be doing this now. No, the podcast started first because it was on the way back from Stoke. Oh, true. It was. So wrapped up in my own feature, aren't I? I need yeah. to let this go. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> who's going first this week? Peel, you're up, Barry. Done. Uh, Caitlin Stark. Oh, which one? Stark. Uh, the one that you can have in your hand and that can bounce into challenges to defend you. Ah, oh, jumping cat. Jumping cat. I like a good jumping cat. It was Jump. either that or cat of canals, but um, I thought I'd go for jumping cat because uh, of all the times she's bailed me out of a tough situation when I was playing Stark, and all the times she's managed to screw me over massively when I've been playing against Stark. She's a, a lovely double-edged sword, and um, she just always seems to be there. She's like uh, the first thing you'd go... If you're building a Stark deck, She's the first card you should put in there because she's so useful for all different occasions and she's just useful for stopping that, you know, stopping that unopposed go through um, and just helps you out in ways you didn't realise were possible. Not very nedly, though, is it? Not very nedly, but you'll I'll be tell amazed. you why. Okay. I'll tell you why it's not very nedly. Um, it's nedly to a point, right? Cat gets involved when you least expect. Yeah, we can all agree. Yeah, <laughs> she's sneaking. Does. But usually when she gets involved without being invited, yeah, or being involved from the start, she completely bollocks the whole thing up. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong, though? No, not no. at all. No, she definitely like, bollocks mm, quite a few mm, things I up. suspect Tyrion might have been involved in something. Fuck it, I'm going to start a war. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so maybe Cat should probably just stay in your hand. Like, you should show them you've got Cat and say, look, here's Cat. She's not going to get involved. <laughs> and then you get to do what you want but the moment you play and get involved you should probably like, automatically have to battle yourself <laughs> otherwise she's going to steal the and start a war after Catelyn uh, leaves play kill any other character you want with a Stark surname I like it that's, that's what I should say yeah, you're right it should yeah. but good call over here. I do like it um, what about you then the uh, really yeah that was good I liked it what about yours then? I'm guessing it's going to be a Greyjoy card, but which one? 
No, it's not. It's not Ooh. actually. Okay. And I, this isn't some before the Black Rules nonsense either. I mean this one. Um, Cersei Lannister from Lines of the Rock. Okay. Yep. I can see that. When I first started playing, um, she's one of those cards which you're like, you like, oh my god, I can't stop her. What do I do about her? Um, it's Magali art, obviously, of course, which makes every card ten times better. <laughs> uh, it's super deadly. It define. I mean, it's one of the only cards out there which has got a deck, uh, an agenda, really built around yeah. it specifically, isn't it? Power behind the throne. That's Cersei's agenda. Um, it's superb. Absolutely love it. Uh, I, definitely one of my top ten cards. Top five, I'd say, I'd say, of um, the whole thing. So, yeah, easy one for me, Cersei Lannister. No, understandable. Two queens so far, almost. Uh, or at least two ladies. Um, Dave, can you make it a third? Uh, well, actually, I was going to say Company of the Cat because of all the ah. fun I've had with them in the last few weeks. But then I'll, I'll change my answer to my second favourite, which is Campfire Mine. Uh, and, of <laughs> okay. course... When Campfire Mine is nice. in play, he gains the traits of all other characters I control. So if I have a queen, Campfire Mine is a queen. <laughs> and I love it because yeah. it just has such synergy with everything. It's amazing yeah. to put chains on. It reduces the conclaves. Uh, it can't be killed if it's kneeling and it's a clansman. Um, you can discard it with uh, dissension if it's a refugee. It's just so much fun. It becomes House Harlor if you've got the reader. Exactly. <laughs> it does. That's bad synergy. <laughs> Um, it's just fancy. It's House one Brax. of the uh, three House Brax cards, yes, because of course Josh reminded me that there is another House Brax card. Uh, Hornvale. Hornvale, yeah. Which is not great, but Campfire I feel like it yeah. should be decent. Yeah, so that's, I, I like Campfire Mine. Um, and it's got a little place in my heart, Crossroads, because it's illustrated by Michael Clark, and he's a Cornish paramour, and that makes me laugh. Crossroads, which is a terrible, terrible, terrible card. Yeah, but flavor text says game anyone. Sorry, is is that the one cost neutral location two that cost. provides one? I'm, I'm just looking at the art now, and um, I think the campfire mine is trying to make some sort of dragon, isn't he, out of the fire? Yeah, but if you look at the top of the picture, it looks like a little guy about to jump on a surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Do you see it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Campfire surfer. That's fantastic. <laughs> you don't get this sort of stuff on the white book, guys. No, no. <laughs> you do get legitimate well, discussion. <laughs> but we are the well. You have to admit we are the second longest uh, running podcast yeah, now. So I mean, we've earned this. Currently running. We've earned this respect. <laughs> yeah. We've earned our place now, boys. Well done. There we go. There's a guy on a surfboard in Campfire Mine. And that's what you get when you come here. Nothing but fat. <laughs> All killer, no filler. I like it. Yeah, my headache's gone off. Oh, that's good. Any honourable yeah. mentions, by the way, with cards we're getting with C? Well, Ones that just couldn't, um, be a, couldn't be a favourite, but you just want to add them in a little bit more? Craster, his value has gone up immensely since uh, Sylvester's No, time. fair enough. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, that's not very thematic, though. He won't have Sylvester uh, beyond the wall. So He wouldn't have a clue, would he? No. Why has he got an intrigue icon? He's probably got one battered, he's got one battered old copy of Monopoly. <laughs> that's it. Trivial Pursuit, which is years out of date. Yeah, but he knows all the answers. 
played it that many times. Yeah, and none of his wives do because they're all nine. I've gone too far. All right, we're back briefly. Um, Lol has had to disappear, and we suddenly realised that we hadn't answered one of the questions on our page. Uh, yes. And it was Rabs that posted it, and he said... This is almost a bonus question. Yeah, who um, are our, our top tips for Gen Con? Uh, so if you want to place a bet, listen to our reasoning, and then uh, hopefully we'll <laughs> on the right path. You mean your reasoning and my random stabs in the dark? Yeah, <laughs> what well, I think I haven't might really win. thought about it. So well, no, neither <laughs> have I. Um, I was too busy with organising, um, figuring out. You know, what I would love to see win. Go on, hyperclaim. All oh, right, hyperclaim. Yeah, that's just fair. just something that just comes along and just goes. You know what? Fuck you. I'm going to kill all your stuff. Uh, and then I'm going to go, ah, have a chuckle. Then I'll intrigue you with four claim, just to make sure that you got no cards in hand for the next round. All right, well, I'll uh, put the hyperclaim link up on the podcast page. Well, no, so let's if not, anyone let's wants not, to play it, then they can. Let's not share all of our decks, Dave. We've got Starlet coming up and the Nationals. We, okay, we need I'll, to refine Fine, <laughs> I won't share hyperclaim yeah. then. Uh, hyperclaim is I might be playing this at the finals uh, or at the regionals in... Or, uh, nationals, sorry, third time's lucky. Uh, I'm playing the Nationals myself in Birmingham. Okay. Uh, we don't know yet. Fair enough. Well, for those who want to give it their own go, Hyperclaim is a great uh, conquest to Martel. Yeah. Uh, you use the Warcrest Viper and Ariane. You and do. then you just kill lots of things, discard You basically just try to kill everything on the board and then go, ha ha, suck a dick. It's pretty satisfying. Uh, it, it is surprisingly satisfying. So you want Hyperclaim to win? I would like won't someone... Won't share the deck list I made. Yeah, all right. So... <laughs> all right, put your deck list up. Um... It's too late now. People have locked in their Gen Con decks. I think most people. Well, no yeah, one's going to but... suddenly think, yeah, I'll play that. Yeah. The day before the Joust. In fact... Well, you know, to be fair... The day off when... the Joust, by the time I listen to it, possibly? <laughs> When's it broadcasting? Well, When's the Joust? I don't know. Friday, Saturday? Exactly. We could, if we get this up before Saturday, Dave, we're in the money, baby. Someone's going to listen to it over breakfast on Saturday and just think, actually, that's a bloody I'd good idea, it. boys. Yeah, up with that. That sounds nice. What else should we play? Oh, I know. Knights of the Hollow Hill. Yeah, and here with we go. Targaryen. Straight up. Yeah, well, I don't know, actually. It's, it's, it's in- interesting. I'm not sure. I, honestly, because I haven't seen any decks really dominant recently, uh, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. It would just sheer be it would just be a luck guess, but I mean the the strong ones obviously you got Stark no agenda would probably stand a good chance of getting pretty high. There's going to be a Greyjoy deck of some description, whether they're going with old ways or aloof up there. Old ways Tension. a bit terrible now because the boats have gone. Oh, true, yeah, they got rid of damn those boats, boats, boats. Um, so yeah, that's not really going to be a threat. So I mean, black sails and Greyjoy is always a good shout. That's always up there. Um, they're always generally good decks. And you've always got the Targs just ambushing in shit uh, and just going, nah, I win. Why? Because I've ambushed in more people. And you just have to have a little weep about it most of the time. But, um, nah, it, I mean, if a Conclave deck comes through and because of this new recent fact, then, you know, maybe they'll look at the, their fact and go, well, hang on a minute. Were we right to ban all these? But... Or unban them, or whatever. But unrestrict. I mean, unrestrict, ban, same thing. So your recommendation was either Hyperclaim or... I would, I would like to see Hyperclaim. Or Targ Ambush, or Stark NA. Yeah, or, or maybe even play. a Lannister Neil. Uh, Lannister Neil, okay. <laughs> Truthfully, uh, Dave, there's so many options, it's just... I, you know what I mean? Anything I say is probably going to fail anyway. Yeah. So if I, if I just shout out as many as possible, then that'll 
hopefully be the ones that I haven't thought of. A Maester's deck is probably going to win it, let's be honest. Uh, and you haven't mentioned any Baratheon decks yet, so... Well, that's because I don't think Baratheon's capable of winning a championship at the moment, though. Okay, anything but Baratheon, that's your tip. Yeah, I, I just think that Baratheon's the weakest of the houses at the moment. I mean, it's good, but when it backfires, it doesn't seem to ever win competitions as much as... I don't know. It's it's a really good strong house, like, and they're great. They're, but I always feel like they're the Space Marines of the the Lord of the Rings. Uh, not Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Just cut me off now, lads. It's light um, of the Game of Thrones world uh, or Game of Thrones card games. You know, they're a good starter house. Okay, I like that. I like that yeah. analogy. Um, well, Craven's put his money on Stark NA. Yeah. For what it's worth. Okay. Uh, and I myself not really thought about it. Uh, I mean, going into Blackwater, nobody had mentioned Dragon Pit. No. Despite everyone normally saying Dragon Pit is the best deck as soon as a fact drops. Yeah. Uh, and then Dragon Pit won it. So I think Dragon Pit is probably a shout. Um, yeah. But I do think that even though there are only three Martell decks at Blackwater, I think Martell has an incredible chance of winning. I mean, well, Martell's are naturally sneaky, though. Nothing's really changed for Quentin. No. It's lost the Blade and gained Savas. Or yeah. it lost the Viper and gained all the non-Gaston Grainy, Grainy stuff. And the Conclave, if it wants it. Um, so, Martell yeah, Maesters, actually. I'd, do you know what? I think Martell Maesters might actually genuinely take it this year. Yeah. I'm not sure it's quite as strong as it used to be. Now, no, but I still think it's a good, thing. strong selection. I still think it's a good, strong... You know, if it's played correctly, it's still very strong and it's still very tricky to beat. So, uh, that's our picks. Peel says basically anything, but probably Maesters. I think uh, I think a Martel build, whether it be uh, Martel No Agenda or Martel Aloof with uh, the Conclaves and the Bannerman. Or, and Craven says Stark No Agenda. Uh, so, prove us wrong and win with the white book out of any house we don't mind we just love or Baratheon uh, yeah, Baratheon white because book. none of us have backed Baratheon right now Baratheon white book fuck it challenge yeah. there you go if you can yeah. win the nationals with Baratheon white book I will I... kiss your toes yeah I will send you a beer I'll send you a bottle of Baileys I will post you Baileys there we go you've heard it here first yeah signed signed by the members of the cast all of us yeah all three of us and a picture <laughs> a picture of us as well there you go holding the Baileys support. We do take care of our to take care of our fans. Where you got to at these times? Yeah. So if you if you're listening to this cast before going to Gen Con, uh, you're really cutting it fine. <laughs> Make yeah, a you... Baratheon white book deck. If you if you message me on uh, Car Game DB or Agot Cards, I'll try and pick it up and I'll help you build it. And it'll be awful, but if you win it, free Baileys, peel and a picture. Exactly. Um, and however, you'll have to pay for flights. 